is Dean Carnassus, the Ultra Marathon Man, and you are listening to the FitCast. Hello, and welcome to the KSL and Fun's FitCast for August 2019. It's not August. I think it is. It's hot as fuck here. It's pretty it's hot. Pretty I like it here. Yeah, no, I do too. It's just, uh, it's hot as fuck. We got about 10 days of straight heat. We had rain and then heat and then it cooled off and then it rained again and now it's hot. <laughs> Chicago! Hey, 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 if you don't like the weather, just wait a few hours. Is that the term or what's that is it? That's exactly what we say. Something like that? Yeah, I remember that. Anyhow, what's new with you? Um, let's see. I am exhausted. So sorry, FitCast fans. I have my usual oomph. Um, I had my bachelorette party this past weekend. Oh. And then I went on a work trip to Atlanta. And then and all those things involved no, not a lot of sleep and a lot of alcohol. <laughs> that happens. And then, of course, I'm, like, trying to train throughout all of it, like biking, swimming, running. And um, then last night, coming home from Atlanta, my flight was delayed from 11 p.m. to 2 a.m., Okay. And the plane finally got there. There was a mechanical problem. And then es- they had to escort somebody off of the plane because he Uh-oh. was smoking in the lavatory. What? That's a federal offense. It says it like the, the, the flight right. attendant say it, and then it's written all over the place. It's probably on your ticket. Yes. So he escorted, and everybody's like, he's going to jail. He's going to jail. People were videotaping him. It was actually, oh, man, it was a fun time. Could you smell the smoke? No, I mean, because like by the time we got on the plane, it was all cleared out and whatever. And they think it was probably just a vape pen, but still. Okay. <laughs> it circulates, so you can't smoke. <laughs> wow. So anyways, that was just my past 24 hours. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm actually training for a half marathon. I think I told our Fitcasters last month. Then how's the training going? It's going. I think I'm going to finish. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna finish training or you're gonna finish the race i think i think i might finish both <laughs> i've been out of it for so long like i was just six months where i really couldn't work out and then my fucking plantar fasciitis yeah so i'm gonna finish it'll be good all right that's fair so yeah what's been new with you i had a perfect day today tell me about your perfect day after i we talked about how terrible mine was well i want to bring it back up our listeners don't like to be down you know they don't they know Positive people here. So uh, I went to uh, Apple P- reviews. What was that? It's not good for our Apple iTunes reviews. For sure not. But uh, no, I had a great, I went to NP this morning, you know, working yeah. out, working out with another project friends, which is great. And then guess where I went after NP? Um, Barton Springs. Close. I went to Whole Foods to get breakfast and then oh, I went, okay. to <laughs> then I went to, uh, went to the Barton Springs and then, uh, I just had to do a little work pickup drive, and then I went home and took a nap. Guess where I had lunch? Uh, Uncle Billy's. Correct. I had Uncle Billy's lunch a couple. Just like of- our listeners could guess these things about you. It's not <laughs> just because I know you so well. It's because you talk about these things all the time. Well, because it's it's these are the today. My favorite things right now is today. That's Aww. it. I hate to cut forward to the seggies, but. Uh, no, I went home. I fed some dogs. One of the uh, uh, bartenders at Uncle Billy's may adopt one of our puppies. Oh, which one? Lady Bean. Oh, Lady Bean. You can't separate that beautiful couple. Oh, we have enough. Lady Bean. 
Oh, it's going to be hard to separate them, but we need to because we already have like 78 animals in our house. Yeah, good point. So, uh, but yeah, I had lunch there and then I uh, did a little work at home and uh, uh, here in the, we're in a remote studio today. Oh, where are you at? Um, remember our former FitCast guest, Kirby? I do. Yeah, she talked about her first marathon. She did. We were here. I'm at her house. She's got, uh, I'll set an over-under. What do you think her uh, internet connection speed is? I don't Megabytes know. per second. Um, more than four and less than 400. Correct. That's a huge range. It's at 102.3. All right. So we're rocking and rolling here. But, uh, yeah, I'm at Kirby's place uh, because I was supposed to have a tour this afternoon. It got canceled, but I was on the east side, but we already planned it. And uh, you know who Kirby's boyfriend is? Oh, yeah, Corey. He was on one of our FitCasts. And he will very shortly here be on our second FitCast. What? He's been- I had no idea. Actually, I did. But I'm excited. Yeah, because we've been excited about this for a while. So, Corey, welcome to the FitCast. What's up? Why are we here talking to Corey, you ask listeners? Well, he just finished his first Ironman. Woo! Go, Corey! How about that, huh? How are you feeling now? I feel I feel amazing now. Have you recovered? Yeah, I think so. Were you sore after? I wasn't as sore as I thought I was going to be. Okay, that's our interview. On to the sec. No, no. We got plenty of other sex. <laughs> All right, and we're done. And that's <laughs> it. Fuck yeah. Click. Six minute podcast. Tom Brady. <laughs> Stranger Things 3. Oh, my God. Okay, so, Corey, I need to tell you, I was tracking you. Oh, were you? Oh, yeah. I was very proud of you. I had a couple other people doing that race, um, too. So, shout out to Liz Lieberman, who came in, I believe it was second overall female. Jesus. And um, Julia Walter and Erica Ostrander. She was a guest on our FitCast, right? She was. Yeah, she talked to um, talked to a lot of Boston marathoners on our uh, FitCast lately. Fucking fast. Um, yeah, so I was following a lot of people. i got to give my shout-outs. But, Corey, I was, like, so proud of you because it was such a hot day, wasn't it? Uh, yeah. It didn't, it didn't, honestly, it didn't feel too hot there after training here all summer. Yeah, yeah we was training here in 1,000 degrees here in Austin. But definitely, I think it was hotter than anyway was expecting it to be. Oh, my God. So how did you choose to do that race? You're just like, oh, I think I'll do an Ironman and uh, eeny, meeny, miny, mo. Uh, no, so it's actually, I was training for this with a guy named Will Fenwick. And so Will's uh, a proper triathlete. And he was uh, training for, he, was, he had a, a string of half Ironmans that he was doing last year. Um, and so I, I, I don't know, we met through a mutual friend and so I started going out and doing bricks with him. So we do like bike runs and things like that. And I was kind of helping him train for his half Ironmans towards the end of last year. And at some point he brought up the, he's like, Hey, I'm probably going to do Ironman Lake Classic. You want to do it? And I thought, you know what? The training I was doing with him was going really well. So I was like, yeah, sure. I'll hop on and I'll, and I'll sign up. And that was about all it took. Oh my God. Um, so have you done another try? I had only ever done sprints at that point. Oh my gosh! Yeah. He did the one. Remember with the uh, with the water slide. Oh, this, the, the water slide. That's right. Yeah. And the yeah, get down and do that one. Yeah. So I was very, taking triathlon very very seriously. Um, <laughs> most half of the races I'd ever done started off in water slides. So. So uh, I, you were in for a rude awakening when you got into Lake Placid. Yeah. 
Where yeah. did the water slide? Yeah, I was like, uh, yeah. is, why are we all on a beach? This yeah, is bullshit. This doesn't seem very triathlon. <laughs> what was the temperature of the water, water without a slide? What was the temperature of the water? 73 degrees. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we were worried that it was going to be um, not wetsuit legal because I guess the cutoff is like 76. Yep. Friday, it looked like it was going to be wetsuit optional. And uh, there's Ironman has whatever rules they have about that. Like you have to start at the back and you can't place in your age group, all those sorts of things. Uh, but luckily, we woke up on the day and it was 73. And you placed in your age group. No. Oh, oh my God, God no. <laughs> I did not. Well, I am so incredibly proud of you. I was a runner before I got into triathlon and a lot of people, like it's kind of depends on what your kind of home discipline is. A lot of people think running is the hardest part of a triathlon or of an Ironman. But what did you think about that coming from a running background? Um, so I can definitely say that I struggled most on the run, even though I was a runner. Um, funny people. Yeah. People always say that because now you've already been working out for nine hours or eight hours. Yeah, exactly. Uh, the swim went really, really well. Uh, the bike, um, I'm not much of a cyclist and this, this is, I feel like Lake Placid is a very cyclist heavy course. Like I think the bike course climbs eight K is what they say. Yeah. It's pretty technical. Yeah. Is that whenever we went out there, me and Will both thought that it was four K and so we trained with it being 4k of elevation and then we found out it was 4k per lap so that was kind of oh, hard pill. that was kind of a hard pill to swallow the day before the race and you bought a pretty sexy bike didn't you i bought a pretty sexy used bike used Cervelo. oh i love bike porn tell me about it yeah it's I a savello savello p3 i bought it on craigslist for like 1100 wow and, yeah so i'm pretty i was pretty pumped about that um definitely a good call i think <laughs> especially with those hills yeah amazing i love like cervello i'm a little partial yeah oh they're the best they're so much fun maybe we should get them as a sponsor of the fitcast um let's definitely get them to be a sponsor of the fitcast they don't even have to pay us anything they can just get us free bikes whoa 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 whoa! we just bought a bunch of sandwiches and some beer here so let's uh let's have them kick in a little bit cashola dude that's cervello mine i don't know i i just want a bike Trucks. Anyways, stop sending us the money. Anyhow, go ahead. Anyways, um, okay. I just want you to like take us through your race a little bit. Like, what were you feeling at each part? Not just like physically, but maybe like emotionally, because not only was the bike course hilly, but it was probably an emotional roller coaster. Or even start before the race. Let's go with yeah. Uh, start start pre race. So. Um, yeah, so I think the biggest lesson that I learned throughout this whole deal is that you can be as fit as you want to be whenever you go to Ironman, but like half, that's like the answer to the game. So much of doing this race is planning out your day and knowing what you're going to eat and having like, I feel like it attracts type A type people who are going to plan everything out and have a really, really solid plan. I 100% am not <laughs> that. Hashtag start checks out. Yeah, like hilariously so. So I got to like, like they open up transition in the morning at like 4:30 a.m. So you can go mess with all your stuff and do all that. I think I got there like 10 minutes before it closed, and I didn't have my bike pump and all this stuff. So I was kind of freaking out a little bit. I'm freaking out right now when you're telling me this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like no. Yeah. So so I got there and I realized Kirby still had one of my water bottles for the bike. So I only had one bike on my on my one, one bottle on my bike. I didn't. I forgot to set up my computer on the bike, 
Um, I had a bunch of stuff in my run bag, like my Vaseline and all my stuff like that. And I totally botched all that. Didn't even put it into my run bag. And, uh, so that was, that was, that was not the proper way to start it off. (laughs) But were you you nervous when those things happened? Because for me, I would be like, my whole race is ruined. No. Which is what a lot of most people would do, which is why it doesn't happen. Them, but yeah. uh, there's, a, there's a healthier way to approach a race. Yeah. So luckily, what I lack in being prepared in any way, shape, or form, I make up with a carefree attitude. <laughs> not caring that you're not prepared. <laughs> not caring that I'm not. <laughs> like I, I mean, I, I, I fucked up pretty much all my training rides. I, I showed up to one ride without any bottles, so I was, I pretty much done it all to myself in practice at, at this point anyway. So now, oh, without that, <laughs> without that Vaseline, was there a problem with chafing? Uh, no, no, I, I had a feeling like it was all just going to kind of work out. All right. And so, and so I could tell you how, how it worked out there. Um, but yeah, so I felt honestly going into the swim, I felt pretty good. Like I knew that things were going to be messed up, but I knew that I was going to figure them out as, as we got through the day. Um, one thing that I, I also forgot to put Vaseline on my neck, which is how I keep my wetsuit from chafing. But luckily somebody was, there was somebody walking around handing out body glide and like, extra goggles i think and so that worked out oh, but the body like yeah the body like doesn't work as well I was my neck was checked it was so chafed afterwards that's okay um the swim was awesome that was probably my favorite event of the entire thing how about that yeah i swam a 115 which is flying for that's me that's great what yeah. about like 145 pace that's good yeah um so yeah I don't know, like, the the, 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 the mass swims always seem like they're going to be stressful, but I kind of like it. I think I kind of like the chaos. So 115 is pretty much, I've swum with Barton Springs, that's pretty much the same pace at Barton Springs, but with traffic and waves. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, and the first mistake I think I made was I lined up, like, they, they had, like, the self-selected pacing, and I was in between, I was with the 120 to 130s. I think I could have swam faster had I been one group ahead of that. Right. Ahead of that. Yeah. you underestimated yourself. All right, so here's the thing. I'm going to say maybe, maybe not, because those of you who listen to the FitCast know before, I I do a negative split on my swim, and I kind of work my way through the easier, slower swimmers for the first half, and by the time I start passing people, people are kind of spread out, and I get around them at that point. So I do a lot more passing in the second half than the first half, and I don't know the disadvantage of line, lining up in a slower heat. But listeners, you can email us at kcelfonsfitcast at gmail.com if you've got yes. your own experience on that. Did I get that right? You're, you've been getting it right. I know. It's just fun to ask the same question every day. kcelfonsfitcast <laughs> at gmail.com if you have an opinion on whether or not you should uh, – match perfectly with your swim time go a little faster or slower based on uh, what you actually believe yourself to do but yeah Corey, good uh, good experience yeah so i yeah i was pumped coming out of the water with that um the bike was pretty good um i i <laughs> took seven hours like i said i'm not much of a cyclist in 8k there's a lot of up and down oh so yeah pretty pumped pretty pumped with that um I think had I gone any faster on the bike, I would have gone slower in the race all overall. Yeah. Um, so that's good. Here's the wild thing about this seven-hour bike ride. And, and those of you who have ever tracked 
And, uh, you know, kudos goes to everybody who went out to watch Corey, Curb, Corey and uh, Will and everybody else. Like, being a participant is one thing in Ironman. It's a long day, but uh, spectating an Ironman kind of sucks. Yeah. Because, like, you leave and, like, you come back seven hours later. Yeah. And it's, like, a lot of fun for the moments where you see them. For three minutes at a time. Three minutes. But then it's like, but then you end up making friends with other spectators. So it's fine. Then you cheer for like their family members. It's cool. It was funny. And and I'm going to sidetrack this with a not so uh, exciting story. But hey, I remember waking up that morning. Do what you want. I went to, it is my, I went to, uh, I went to Barton Springs that morning and I uh, started my swim at 6 a.m., which was exactly the time that, uh, yeah. East Coast 7 a.m., the, the Ironman uh, Lake class was starting. So I'm like, cool, we're kind of swimming together. I swam my mile. And then I went to breakfast, and I went home, and I picked up dog poop, and I took a nap, and I ate lunch. And I woke up, and uh, my friend, I was texting my friend uh, Katie with the C. And she's like, yeah, I was tracking Corey and like I was grocery shopping. Like I had a whole day of stuff and every few hours, Corey's still fucking out there working his ass off. It's it's just you're weird thinking you're working out for 12 hours. Yeah. And so no stalking you though, Corey. I think you should be worried. <laughs> no, that's fair. It was fun to watch, but it is pretty incredible when you have a full day going and you do 17 different things and all you know is that your buddy's uh, riding a bike. Still just riding a bike <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> Before his marathon. Anyhow, sorry to interrupt. No, it's fine. Yeah, and then the bike was was pretty much as planned. I uh, I had a bunch of tortillas that I was eating. Um, that was my main nutrition strategy, along with Gatorade and bananas and anything I could really get down my throat. Did you Did you eat a breakfast taco on the bike? Is that what I heard in true Austin fashion? Basically, yeah. I had like a pack <laughs> of tortillas that I would just roll up on somebody, and I would just be eating a tortilla, and I got some weird looks. Um, <laughs> they're like, can I get a can I get a uh, migas tortilla with yeah. uh, verde sauce, please? But I got a lot of people talking to me about because they're like, what is in your? Because I guess they could see it in my back, in my little bike shirt back thing. Was there peanut butter in the tortillas? No, oh, there needs tortillas. to be I, peanut butter in the I'm, tortilla. I'm making notes for next time, baby. Um, <laughs> yeah, and I've never done a half Ironman, but I remember coming in on the first loop of the bike because everything was two loops here. Got it. I came in on the first loop of the bike, and I started to appreciate how perfect the <laughs> bike split in a half Ironman must be. Because that was like my back was just now starting to hurt. I was just like, I was like, okay, I'm about ready to be off this bike. <laughs> this is like the perfect time to go run a half marathon and then drink some beer. Um, yeah, that's not how it worked. And no, oh you know, I, I did thought that as I started the second loop out. But you did it. Yeah, and then the run. Talk about the run. The run. Um, so I got into transition. And my first thing was like, okay, I need to find some sort of lubrication. I need Vaseline because I am—I have a notorious chafing problem with some of my private parts. Um, and luckily, <laughs> in the tent, I saw a table and it had Vaseline. I don't know whose Vaseline it was, but I was like, oh, that's mine. And so I ran over there, grabbed the Vaseline, applied it, went outside. What's awesome is that they have people who are just going to throw sunscreen on you. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah. Oh, it's, yeah. Sunscreen spent that yeah. I also made kind of a last minute decision to not wear my tri suit on the run, which I think was smart. I changed it into my running shorts and my orange MP tank that I wear everywhere. Everywhere. I've seen it many times. Yeah. You wore it today, as a matter of fact. I wore it today, yeah. <laughs> well, I have two of them, but. Okay. Uh, yeah, one of them. I'm always wearing one of them. 
And so I did the marathon on that. And um, yeah, so the marathon is really probably where I learned, I think, the most lessons of this whole thing. Because I felt really good going out. I was so, so excited to not be on the bike anymore. <laughs> uh, uh, so the first lap, the first 13 miles, I was feeling really, really good. I, uh, nutrition-wise, I decided not to do any goos on the bike and to save them all for the run because I, I've run plenty of marathons before and I know kind of how to – what my stomach can take. Okay. Um, and maybe – I don't know. Maybe there was some arrogance on my part to think that I could – I'd run enough marathons to know that I know how to do it. But you got to think that swimming and biking for eight hours – is going to change some of that. Um, but I basically yes. went into it with basically the same plan I would have for a normal marathon, which is goos every, like the only change I made was instead of doing a goo every 30 minutes, I was going to do a goo every 45. And that was going to be my plan. And I had the first goo and I was feeling kind of, kind of queasy. And I had the second goo about mile 13. And I, my stomach was going downhill pretty quick. And so by mile 15 i was just very 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 nauseous and i could run two three minutes at a time and then i was basically walking to basically keep myself from throwing up and that was the state with which the last 11 miles of the marathon went <laughs> the, just the last couple hours no yeah. big deal um yeah that's one of those things where uh, nutrition is something you have to practice because you can go to the forums and you can do whatever but everyone's a little different and i Screwed up my last uh, uh, 70.3. I screwed up my nutrition and I ate too much on the bike. Too, so my my entire run, the 13 miles of my run was horrible. Yeah. But yeah, that's uh, it's something you have to practice because everybody's a little different. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it, and it, and it sucks to learn lessons 15 miles into the marathon of an Ironman. <laughs> but uh, I think at some point that's where you have to learn them because like you said, everybody's different. Um, and I think maybe I've been trying to think about what, it, what exactly I did. I think I either need to train more with goose and get my stomach used to them, or I needed to say no goose altogether. And part of me wants to think if I had gone back and redone that marathon and just said, okay, I'm not doing any goose. I'm just going to drink Coke and eat Pringles and do whatever I need to do at the aid stations. If it would have been better. Um, but it's hard to say. Interesting that, uh, Corey's solution to the problem of stomach problems is eat Pringles and drink Coke. Yeah. Or maybe I'm just totally... People like, swear by the Coke. I'm telling you. People like the caffeine. The ultra runners all do that too. Yeah. Um, as long as there's no bubbles. Yeah. And another thing too is like I, I was talking to somebody as we were run walking and I said, yeah, I'm just super nauseous. I can't really run. And he was like, oh, here's some Tums. It's like things like, oh, oh just bring Tums with you and have those because you, you don't know what's going to happen. Uh, things that I never... Like I've, never, I've never had stomach issues at all on a run. So it's hard to, I guess it's hard to know until you do it. Yeah, this is a great way to uh, kind of, for our newbies, that's a good, uh, good way to sort of approach it and think about these things. Yeah, bring, bring Tums with you. Bring anything you think you might need, just bring it. You never know. Unless you run into a nice human that gives it to you. Yeah. yeah. But then right about, um, and the potato chips are actually what started helping because I would get to an aid station. I would just start trying to eat something to see if it would fix my stomach. And at maybe like mile 23 or 22, I started doing potato chips and it got a little bit better. So I was able to actually run the last few miles in. And also I think I was just excited that it was getting close to being over. Oh yeah. And the adrenaline got in there. After a full day, it was still light out when you finished. Yeah, that was, 
Yeah. Oh, so, awesome. That's a good goal. Oh, yeah. That was B goal. was finished in the daytime. <laughs> um, Not everybody does. That's for sure. Yeah, no. And, uh, and yeah, crossing the line was, was, was so, so awesome. I've seen photos. Uh, we'll, we'll throw some photos up on our page of uh, yeah. Corey going through that finish line. Yeah. Yeah, let's do it. Oh, my gosh. Well, I am so proud of you. And I think especially, like, people don't realize how many obstacles you have to overcome in order to get across the finish line. Like, a, a, mar- a marathon is the same way. But, like, how is it different? Like, how is the experience different from running a marathon? Um... Well, training for one, right? Like, the oh god, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Funny enough, like I, I feel like the the training is definitely like I feel like marathon training because like when I did Houston, I was probably running up to seventy something miles a week, and I remember just being like in pain all the time, like everything just kind of hurt, and I was beat down, and my legs were just torn up. I didn't really get that with Ironman training. It was a lot more just I'm just so tired. Tired of being tired. Yeah, tired of being tired. Like, there was a point where, at, like, luckily my job's pretty flexible. So at lunch, if I wasn't working out, I was sleeping in my car every day at lunch. Oh and that was, that was it. I was either swimming with Brian or, or I was sleeping. And just trying to sleep enough was the biggest challenge and eat enough, too. Yes. Eating is so important. Like, I feel like swimming makes you super hungry. Yeah. Are you getting the tattoo on the back of your calf? Like, like, probably not. Probably not. Probably okay. not. Fair enough. But maybe I don't know. I, <laughs> I, I, I feel like I probably won't. All right, that's um, fair. That's a fair fair answer. Yeah, and as far as like challenges on the day, I felt I felt pretty good. Um, the only thing that really hit me was was that nausea on the run. That was something that I had never really experienced before, and something that I was not really ready to handle. Um, yeah, but definitely, if if it happens, if I do this again, um, that's definitely the one thing that I feel like I need to to to, to plan for because I feel like I didn't really do justice to how hard I trained and all the time that I put in. I feel like I could do I could do the Ironman a lot faster um, with if, where I'd execute the day a little bit better. Which brings us to our uh, last question about this: What do you think? What's the odds that you're going to do another one? I would say so. Going into this, this was going to be my only one. And I was never going to do another one because just because this it's so invasive to your lifestyle to work out twenty hours a week. Um, but oh, <laughs> but the fact that the run did not go the way that I kind of I know I could do a better job on that run makes me I feel like maybe I won't be satisfied until I do another one and I kind of execute it from start to finish the way that I would like to. You know what I mean? I feel like I really nailed it. Um, yeah. All right. So however many times that takes, but I will say, I'm not doing 8K on the bike anymore. Yeah, no more hills. <laughs> no more hills. We're doing Florida or Arizona or Houston. A sensible, nice, flexible Ironman. <laughs> Turns out you don't need to make them harder than they already are. They're already, <laughs> they're already long enough. Really we don't long. need extra challenge. Yeah, we don't need to climb a mountain. <laughs> awesome. All right. Well, it's good. It sounds like you got a chip on your shoulder. Yeah, I'm ready for it. All right, fans. Do we want to? You have a game, right? Yes. Well, Corey, thank you for answering all those questions about the Ironman. Uh, I know it's quite an event. So we're going to transition over. Uh, we have a special guest for our game as well. We Kirby do. Has, Kirby has entered the house. Woo! 
So our previous guest, Kirby, that you all know, uh, has entered. And, uh, yeah, we've got a good game here. I've got about ten questions. And I will be keeping track of points here on a napkin from the sandwich we had. I forgot, actually, I could probably keep it on the piece of paper that uh, the outline is on. But everybody listen. Corey, Iron Man, mm-hmm. the initials are I.M., so we're going to ask questions about uh, another I am, which is an event in swimming. And here's how we're going to do it. We're going to go uh, – Kirby, welcome, by the way. Thank you. Kirby was a swimmer, though. This is unfair. Say hello. The only way I agree to this. <laughs> Kirby is here, and uh, PJ is here joining us as well. So uh, here's how we're going to do it. Uh, we're going to go counterclockwise. Nope, we're going clockwise from my left. Kirby, you are first. K-Salk, you are second because physically I'm looking over my computer. No, Corey's the, first, third. Just the worst and second is the best. Second is the best. Then Corey's last and uh, I'm asking questions so I don't get to answer, but uh, you'll have a chance to seal. So, actually, you know what? For this first question, let's go counterclockwise. I, I said counterclockwise. We're going counterclockwise. Corey, you get the first question. Damn it. In competitive swimming, what does IM stand for? Individual medley. Correct. One point for Corey. Bam. <laughs> Next question is for K-Salk. Mm-hmm. In the IM, what is the order of events and how does it differ from the medley relay? Oh, my God. I thought they were the same. They are not. The order is different in it the starts IM. starts out with butterfly. Well, one of them does. I don't know. So glad I put this question. Okay, I'm going to say butterfly, backstroke, breaststroke, freestyle. But that might be the other one. Fly, back, breast, free. Is that the IM or the medley? Which one? I'm going to say that's the IM. That is correct. Oh, my gosh. Okay, I don't know the other one then. <laughs> you have to get this, the other one in order to get the point. Otherwise, it goes to Kirby. Okay, so um, I the I'm going to say butterfly... And Kurt, what is the order of events in the medley relay? Uh, backstroke, butterfly, breaststroke, freestyle. Back, breast, fly, free. Yeah. Nobody gets it. The questioner gets a point. You I didn't know that was different. I learned something. Backstroke is anywhere but first because then the backstroker would have to be sitting at the wall waiting for the person to come in. So, uh, oh, makes sense. I back, breast, free for the uh, – um, for the I am and back breast fly free for the. I have a question. Yeah, why are they different? Oh, why? Uh, any answers to that, Kasok? For ten points. Why are they different? Well, yeah. you just said because then the backstroker would have to be waiting in the pool. Right, but why couldn't they do them both the same as the medley relay? Yeah, good question. Good, good. question, Corey. One point for Corey. <laughs> Fonz gets a point. Kirby at zero. Okay, so they didn't have it? Oh, wild. Did you have a pool in your high school? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we didn't have a pool, that's why. <laughs> no, Kirby was a fast as fuck swimmer in high school. I can tell because she's still a fast as fuck swimmer and she's not getting any faster. Are you? No. Nobody gets faster. Maria. We got to tag Maria in this one. Our uh, one of our NP friends, Maria. She's super fast and not too many years out of high school, like her sister. All right, uh, this next one starts with Kirby. Starts. This is a multiple guess. Uh oh. 
Get ready, Kirby. You ready, Kirby? Mm -hmm. how, how many gallons of water are in an Olympic swimming pool? <laughs> A. Oh, well, let me just. Hold on. It's multiple choice. A, 6.6 .6 million gallons. B, 660,000 gallons. C, 66,000 gallons. An Olympic swimming pool. They're all the same because they have the same depth and the same amount of lanes and the same length. That's how that's how geometry works. Any guesses? Sixty six thousand. Sixty six thousand is incorrect. Corey, can you steal for a point? Can I get the options one more time? Six point six million gallons, six hundred and sixty thousand gallons, or sixty six thousand gallons. I'm gonna go B. Corey with another point, six hundred and sixty thousand right. gallons. Man, that was Corey is just taking off here. Kasog, I think you might get a point on this one. I got an easy one for the next question. You ready? No, I, I was proud getting the IM one, so. <laughs> yeah, you got a good one on that. Except that you didn't get the second half of the question, which means you lost a that point. That was still crazy impressive, so I would not be getting that. <laughs> um, all right, Kasog, you ready? No, but yes. What Olympic swimmer has the most Olympic gold medals? Michael Phelps. With how many? Oh, God. He got like seven in the one Olympics. Twelve? 23 is correct. 23? Yes, he has 23 gold medals. I know. That's pretty incredible, huh? The next closest has like nine, some guy from Australia. <laughs> you, you go, Aussie. <laughs> Actually, I think it was Matt Biondi. He had like nine. There's a bunch of us hanging around like nine or ten. All right, uh, Kirby, you're next. So I didn't get any points. Yeah, no, you got a point. Uh, the, oh, I didn't get a point. Now we're giving half points. Okay, okay. No, you're good. You got a point there. Right. Uh, Kirby is ready for who won the 2018 Ironman Championship in Kona. There are two correct okay. answers because there's a male champion yeah. of people. Oh, I told you this so many times. Kirby, you know this one? You know who won the women's? Oh, 2018? Diane. Mm. Oh, kind of close. I don't know her last name. It's either Di oh, oh, Diane go, go, or Daniela. Go, go for the man then. Patrick Wang? Correct. Yay, Patrick Wang. Daniela. Daniela Riff are correct answers. Kirby, yeah. Kirby gets uh, a point and a half for that one. That half point may come in uh, play later. I don't know why I was helping. <laughs> Very nice. Thank you, Kirby, for uh, throwing out that answer. Yes. Corey. Just more Ironman trivia. Here's a, another triathlon trivia question for you. Okay, Salk, you have to be patient when Corey doesn't know the answer to this one, okay? <laughs> I don't know. I think he's going to know it. Who is the only trans athlete on the U.S. national <laughs> Uh Chris, uh, a, a former bit, a bit cast guest. Correct. Oh, right. Um, I, God, I forget the last name. Chris Mosier. Chris Correct. Yeah, Chris Mosier. Shout out to Chris Mosier. We love you. And we got to take Chris Mosier on this. That'll get us a few more, uh, few more likes on. Uh, yeah, we'll we'll get a lot of likes if we tag Chris. What's the other? He's crushing biathlons now, right? Or duathlons? Duathlons, not bi biathlon. Definitely not. He's not uh, crushing. Right? 
Duathlon. Let's do duathlon. Run, run, bike run. Yes. Uh, All right. Awesome. Now we got a little more. Now we're back into the the, the trivia question. Uh, who? Casehog, uh, you're first, right? Um, not in first place, but I'm next to go. All right. So everybody gets to put an answer in here. Casehog, you go first. Kirby, you're second, and then uh, Corey, third. What is the world record? Closest without going over prices right style in the hundred meter freestyle. Ugh. Oh my god. Probably I'll do like half of mine. So I'll say like forty-five seconds, because that's half of my best. Forty-five seconds. Kirby, what do you think? I'm pretty sure it's fifty-three is twenty. This is a hundred. I know. I'm just doing that out loud. <laughs> 100 meter freestyle world record closest without going over 43 seconds 43 seconds Corey, what do you think it's closest without going over closest without going over so the the smart move here is to go 44 or one second like you gotta or somewhere else 44 46.9 seconds Corey gets another point wait 46.9 Forty-six point nine. That third. I said forty-five. Oh, you said forty-five. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> you just want to give him points. You don't even like me. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, sorry, Kate. You said I thought you said forty-three. I said forty-three. Oh yeah. Kesal gets a point. Sorry. Sorry, partner. I'm. I'm gonna erase two points from Corey because I screwed up. Is that okay? Oh, yeah, no. that's fine. And you no. know what? It makes me feel better because. They're not twice as fast as me. They're a little bit slower than twice as fast as me. <laughs> Slightly slower than twice Slightly as fast as me. slower. Yeah. So I'm glad to hear that. <laughs> All right. Uh, who started with that one? Case did. So Kirby starts with this one. What is my fastest time in the 100-yard freestyle? Now, this is yards. I've never been timed on meters. What is my fastest time in the 100-yard freestyle? Uh -huh. If you want to give a meter time and prorate it out like 10% more, that's fine. But uh, what's my fastest time in the 100-yard freestyle? Close is all going over. Can I ask you questions? No, that was incorrect. Okay. <laughs> no, yes. Uh, you can uh, still answer, but no okay. questions. I'll give you a hint. It wasn't no. this morning. It wasn't this morning, and it wasn't 45 seconds. It was, it, it was 30 years ago. Oh, really? That recently? Any guesses? 56 seconds. 56 seconds 57 in the 100. seconds. 57. Kaysock, what do you think? No, I'm sorry. I don't have that much confidence in you. I'm going to say, like, 120. 54.4 seconds. What? I hit a 54.4. I remember it. I was at... What was that? No, no, everybody was over. <laughs> it's as close to stop going over. Everybody was over. I thought you said it happened three years ago. 30 years ago. Oh. <laughs> you swam with me three years ago. I'm I, like, I know how fast you swim. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. I got lucky. I did my final turn. I remember it. I did my final turn, and I pushed my way off to the right. And I ended up drafting a guy on the way back and then passing him at the last minute for my only 54-4. I was pretty excited about it. Wow. So, uh, which, by the way, in meters is exactly one minute. But, um, oh, cool. Parade it out, but that's it. All right, we got a couple more questions here. Who got that point? Nobody. Fonz gets a point because nobody got it right. I got two points. Corey has three. 
Quesal. Corey has four. You took away two points for me. That's cheating. All right. Corey has four. Quesal has two. Kirby, one and a half. Killing it. So uh, here we are at the end. Kirby gets to go first. How many players on a water polo team, including the goalie? Damn it. Oh, God. I have no idea. I literally have no clue. Well, don't start Googling there. I know you're in a different studio, though, Kesav. No cheating. Kirby, what do you think? How many, Including the goalie, how many players on the each team on the water polo court? Seven. That is correct. Jesus. <laughs> what? What? It's the guess. Seven is right. You what? I played water polo. Jesus. Kirby has played water polo. She's looking around. She knows her teammates. It's correct. There are six. There's a center, two forwards, three defensemen, and uh, the goalie. Fantastic. Corey, you start. Uh, oh, wait. Kirby gets. Kirby's at two and a half. Fonz, two. Kasov, two. Corey, three. <sighs> Got down to the last question. This is a big one. Kasov, you still there? I'm still here. All right. In 1989. I was born. Corey Woo! was born. One point. <laughs> you do not get a point for that. What was the name of the goalie for the Milwaukee County Lifeguard Water Polo Championship team? Brian Bonds. Correct. That's Corey. what I was going to guess. <laughs> for the win. <laughs> the information was not given to Corey earlier. <laughs> did you know that or did you just figure that I know I, 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 <laughs> why else would you say it uh, <laughs> uh, any other guesses no that's uh, that's the right answer <laughs> Corey wins our game I feel like this is very no, Corey, I think it was fixed well, then you should start your own fit cast and uh, come up with your own games if you want your name to be the answer <laughs> Wait, didn't you play the last time we did this, or did you not play? Sometimes I play. Kesal comes up with the game. Yeah, sometimes. sometimes we switch off. Uh, <laughs> next time I'm on, I want to come up with the game. <laughs> All right, deal. We'll take you up on that. You, can, you just got to do something cooler than an Ironman in Boston qualifying. Uh, <laughs> we're bored. Wait, are you are you running uh, Boston in April? Yeah. All right, Kirby, are you running? No. No. Our friend Renee just qualified. She may be running, right? Yeah. She just qualified uh, when y'all were out out west. Yeah. Probably the most emotional I was during the whole race is when Kirby, I was just finishing the bike and Kirby said that Renee qualified. Oh, because it was the same day. Yeah, it was the same day. It was a heck of a weekend yeah. for our Austin friends. Aww. But those emotions might have been because I was getting off the bike and not because of Renee. I don't really know. It was all mixed in the same. All of them together. The same melting pot of emotion. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so, uh, awesome. But you guys were out west for a wedding, right? We did go out west for a wedding in the great, I almost said the great state of Seattle, which is not a state. <laughs> the great state of Washington, the final frontier, Brian. A lot of our Austin people are out there for, uh, Parker and Elena's wedding. Yeah, there were a lot of people out there. So we got to take Parker and Elena. Yeah. Wedding. We're trying, we're just trying to build the tag so we yeah. can uh, get some and more. They're currently honeymooning in Iceland. Whoa. What's up, kids? You crazy kids. Sounds fun. What's fun? It sounds cold in Iceland. No, it's cold in Greenland. Oh. It looked like they were swimming or something. They went to a penis museum, it looked like. They went to a penis museum. Kesog, is there a penis museum in Chicago? Yeah, in my house. 
Your husband and my wife do not listen to the vidcast. That's fine. They're sick of hearing us talk all the time. They're like, why would I want to listen to them talk now? <laughs> They're tired of us talking. That's okay. I don't know. I, I don't know if it's an insult or it just gives us a little more freedom when we record. It's, uh, we'll see. Uh, uh, hello, wife. I love you. If you hear this, I'll let you have 10 more dogs Hi, in our Kelly. house. Hi, Kelly. We love- <laughs> I'll let you have 10 more dogs in our house. Fonz, where are you going to put them? I don't know. It doesn't matter. She doesn't listen anyhow. So we're, we're safe <laughs> on that. Should we move on to our seggies? Let's move on to our seggies. All right. What's the first seggie? Okay. Our first seggie is the mailbag seggie brought right. to us by Live Love. And we do have some questions. So um, our, our guests, both of them can uh, pipe in if, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, Corey, you don't get to make the decision. You said I can pipe in. All right. Fair enough. Uh, how many questions do you have over there? I have two emails. Two emails? I've got one. So how about you do you, me, you? Does that sound good? Perfect. Okay. All right. Perfect. So um, this is from a Corey who I know is a female. So not the same Corey on the show, but a Corey from Chicago. All right. Um, I'm trying to decide what distance race to run this year. I've done five half marathons, but I'm not sure if I'm ready to pull the trigger to a full. How do you know when you're ready? Oh, interesting. You know, Corey, Corey's ready to answer here like he thinks he's the host, but uh, this goes to us first, right? Yeah. Wait your turn, right. Corey, and raise your hand. Corey. I think, I think uh, well, there, you have to know your capabilities, right? Like, I tried to train for a marathon, and I injured myself training for a marathon, so that's how I knew. <laughs> yeah, what I think we- that's a good point. I think kind of the the desire to do it is like a sign that you might be ready. Um, yeah. I think that's a, a big one. And then also it says that she's done five halves. I didn't know she's done that many halves. Um, but, th- I mean, that I don't know. It's good signs. Good signs here. All right. Fair enough. Uh, Corey, what do you think? How do you decide to bump it up to an Ironman from a sprint? From, from a, a sprint triathlon. <laughs> it comes with a, uh, from a water slide. slide. Um, yeah, I'd say just go for it. Uh, don't think about it too much. And then if you want to do a marathon – I mean, be smart about it, build up slowly, but go do a marathon. Yeah, it's kind of heady. Like, if you get yeah. it out of your head, then you can just do it and just work hard yeah. at it, right? Yeah. Kirby, what do you think? I think if she's done five, she's probably ready. Yeah, I was about to say, if you've done five half marathons, yeah. don't do four half marathons, you're good. I don't know if she's done that many. I know her. Um, I, th- I think another thing is maybe talk to someone who's done one or, like, get a coach or someone that can, like, be your voice of reason that would tell you like, Hey, you need to really up your game in order to do this. Or maybe you're not ready. I think that would be an important thing to do too. All right. That's fair. Or skip a marathon, do a 50 K. Oh, go yeah, right. Do the, cor- do the Corey method of training. Yeah. Or the Edwin run as fast as you can. Yeah. And if you hurt yourself, then so be it. Kill the first half, walk the second baby. <laughs> All right. Awesome. Well, I got an email here. Uh, this is a specific question to Corey, actually. We got an email today from uh, Brian F. from Austin, Texas. 
I don't know uh, who this person is, but he sounds like a good-looking guy. I agree. That's all I can tell. <laughs> and it's a multiple-choice question. Wait, was he also a, um, a water polo goalie? Uh, it doesn't say in this email, although his email address is 89goaliechamp.com. So <laughs> What's his best 100-yard time? What's his best 100 yards in the pool? Oh, wait, that's in the signature. I Fuck yeah, I did a 54-4 once. Okay, cool. <laughs> Oh, it's, you guys are on this one. Multiple choice question. I'm into it. Now that you're done with your Iron Man, uh-huh. and this is multiple choice, will you con- continue to swim A, yes, probably about the same amount. Training for the tribe made me appreciate swimming as a workout, and I feel great after the swim. Or B, all of the time, the Iron Man beat up my legs, and I'm tired of biking five hours every weekend. Splash, splash, splash. Or C, fuck that. Triathlon suck. Barton Springs is fucking cold. I'm tired of shivering all day. I'm going to go. It's, a, it's an even mix of A and B. A and B. Okay. So uh, probably about the same amount or maybe a little extra. Mm. All right. Fair enough. Did you have any experiences after you uh, really started? Because, Kaysal, you started swimming a little later in life. Yeah, I mean, I, I've always known how to swim, but not, like, I couldn't swim a 54-second 100. If you're not training for a triathlon, are you still in the pool, or are you out running? Oh, yeah, I'm not training for a try now, and I'm in the pool. Yeah, I think I've, I've come to really enjoy swimming as a workout. Well, there you go. Kirby, you were a swimmer your whole life, uh, and you're also a fast runner. What do you, what do you think? How about, you, what, do you, what do you prefer? Do you prefer the swimming or the running? They're both very different. They're very different. But I would say running. Kirby prefers wow, the right. Wow, a convert. <laughs> Too many tens of thousands of hours being super bored going back and forth will do that to you. But I still like, I think I've come to enjoy swimming more now than I did in high school when I was actually good at it. And is Barton, too, Barton Springs too cold for you? Yes. Yes, definitely. I prefer yes. D-Betty. The D-Betty or the uh, Stacy. Stacy. Yes. I, well, Stacy sometimes can get too hot. Yeah. Not in the winter. Getting Stacy. Where is this one? Big Stacy is uh, south, kind of where I live. It's really warm. It's 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 probably close to eighty degrees. Oh, that's my kind of pool. Yeah, the only thing I don't like about it is that it's chlorinated, and the other two aren't. And there's uh, chemicals, right? Chemical soup. But it is nice when it's forty degrees outside, and you're like, should I go jump in really cold water or really warm Big Stacy? And you just kind of go to Big Stacy. So it's awesome. Uh, so yes, uh, thank you, Brian F, for that email. You're welcome. Oh shit! <laughs> Wait, are you Brian F? <laughs> Uncovered the secret. All right, you got another email there, Case Up. I do from a real person. That's not K Selk. <laughs> <laughs> Kristen S. Um, no, this is from Chrissy from Orland Park, Illinois. All right. And she said, how do you get into running again if you got fat? Oh, yeah. That happens. And it happens. And you just do it. And you have, you taper your expectations and you don't go out at the same speed that you did before. But you do it. Yeah, it's it's kind of about like, because I got fat and lost my fitness a little bit. So I'm okay. Uh, going up hills kind of sucks. It's uh, You just put your ego in your back pocket and fight that hill and get, get sweaty. You do it and you remember the things that you liked about it. Even though it doesn't feel the same, it can still feel good. 
Yeah, for sure. Well, and you know, you know, it's good for it. It makes you feel better later that day. Yeah. Don't try to hit those records at like those eight minute miles for a half marathon, but uh, you don't want to get injured. But yeah, for sure. Uh, Corey Kirby, do you guys have any input on uh, someone who's got out of shape? What do you think? Any mental uh, tricks you can play or anything else to uh, give some advice? i just say find a way to enjoy it, even if it's if it seems like it's going to be hard. Find a good group of people. Oh, people, yeah, yeah. friends. Accountability buddies. Yeah, accountability buddies. Make them make you do it. Awesome. Kirby? I would say just get over the hump of being out of shape. And it'll get better. It'll get better. Yeah, it gets better. That's a good one, too. No matter what. But then it'll be worth it. Yeah, awesome. Well, very cool. Well, uh, hopefully uh, that'll help all of our uh, all of our listeners who probably have a lot of us. A lot of our listeners probably have that same question, and maybe one of our hosts. <laughs> yeah. uh, awesome. Okay, do you have another? Uh, that, are those are our questions. Yeah, that's it. That's what I got. What's our? Do we have any more segments left? Yeah, we've got our favorite things. Review of our favorite things. Do you want to go first, or should I? Um, I'll go first. And this segment is brought to us by the Homewood Flossmoor Community Running Club's half Hidden Gem Half Marathon. Oh, the, the actual race. Cool. Which is, yeah, the one that I'm doing. So thanks, HFCRC. All right. I have uh, prepped our guests on their favorite things. They've been thinking about it and fighting about it over the last couple hours. But, uh, Kaysong, why don't you go first? I'll go first. I'm going to start this one off with a bang. I already said the F word, so no kids are going to be listening. Well, it's not that bad. Um, so I've come to appreciate certain types of undergarments. And I recently decided that my favorite pair of underwear is this pair of underwear that has zero seams on it. Whoa. So great because even for a woman, like our parts are sensitive and it can rub against things. And this pair is like, it's so soft and it's the right amount of stretchy and it has no seams on it. So I really like it. So your favorite thing is a pair of underwear. You just have one or do you have the same pair? Uh, I have like three of them. And then as a follow-up, as a part two to that, um, I have a bunch of sports bras, duh. And a couple of my sports bras have, Kirby, you can probably commiserate with me. They have like, the nipple guards in there mm-hmm. that like are removable and, and it's so annoying because you want to keep them in so that no one can see your nipples when they get hard uh-huh. but then you don't want to have to when you wash them like take them out and then breathe them in in the washer yes and then i mismatch them and it's very annoying sometimes i wear them like one with a guard and one not and no one notices. But oh, my God. I just took mine out, and then I'll only put them on if I'm, like, doing just sports bra. But, 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 I found a bra that has them sewn in. Oh. Yeah. It's from Target, the Targ, and it's amazing. So, as a part two, favorite thing. Honestly, I don't even know why they be removable in the first place. Yeah, right? Wow. Corey, do you have any underwear favorite things? No. Um, no. <laughs> okay. I wear the same pair of underwear every day in different colors. <laughs> same with my socks, except they're all the same color. <laughs> wow. All right. So uh, your favorite thing is uh, the nipple guard bras that and your underwear. 
My nipple guard and my pussy guard. <laughs> oh, who's going to top that? Uh, Kirby, you're next, by the way. <laughs> so my new favorite thing is called morning pages. It's when you get up and just start writing three, three like, longhand pages. Oh, morning pages. pages. Oh. Yeah. PJ. Um, I read The Artist's Way, like, a couple months ago, and I just wanted to, like, read the whole thing before I started any of the, uh, tasks, but now I'm starting, and I think it's very helpful. So now, what are you reading? What's it called? It's called The Artist's Way. Artist's Way. Julia Cameron, I think her name is, um, and Autumn actually recommended it to me, like, I think over a year ago. Oh, Autumn. I'm going to take Autumn in this. Yeah, I like it. We like Autumn. Autumn's awesome. Yeah, so I've just been lacking in my creativity recently, and I decided to download it, and now I'm doing morning morning pages, which is the first step of the book. Three three pages a day, right? Yes. Three minutes. pages. Oh, interesting. (laughs) All right. Well, my favorite thing is, Kaysong, I think you're on this, that Facebook group, the, the Tri Club Facebook group. What's it called? The Rookie Tries, where people, all the beginners are posting on the Tri Club on Facebook. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, triathlon oh. training tips and tricks. Yeah, triathlon training. Yeah. It's amazing. It's like people who are like, oh, I'm doing my seventh Ironman, and I'm uh, sort of plateauing, and someone else is like, where do I put my towel? This is my first training. My yeah. First- yeah. I love it. It just makes me feel so good that all these people are so positive, like, oh, you're gonna do great and just kinda keep your head up and you'll you'll you're gonna crush it. I love that. It's kinda like the uh hashtag I moved today from Mark Milligan, but uh in the triathlon world. Yeah, it is pretty cool. It is a diverse group of people and it's worldwide. There's like people from like England, there's people, someone from South Africa I was just seeing, so it's cool. Also, my phone just told me that you just commented on uh, a social group. Would you put your damn phone down and focus on this? Uh, focusing. Okay. Someone was asking about a wetsuit. <laughs> put your phone away. Freaking millennials. I'm surrounded by millennials. They're always playing on their phones while trying to focus. She Sorry. was asking to borrow a wetsuit. I didn't want the moment to pass. <laughs> we gotta tag Emma in this now. The only thing it would be good if it was on uh, triathlons, trips, and tips. That'd be the only thing that you could uh, uh, justify posting. What if I was already on that, and then you said it was your favorite thing? <laughs> that would be pretty cool. All right, Corey, you're next. What's your favorite thing of this last uh, since the last recording last month? My favorite thing, I think, is uh, books. Like when I say books, I mean books like real books that you read with your eyeball and not audible. Oh, interesting. Um, yes, because now I, I have time to read real books and not fall asleep immediately. and not fall asleep. Yeah, so that's okay. nice. Um, so I'm on my second real book. Um, your second real book in your entire life. On my so entire. What book. is it? Which one is it? Uh, the first one was Animal Farm. This one is Catcher in the Rye. I'm going through a little bit of a classic phase, no, I, I think. Say, we're going back 40 years for yeah. Corey's book. I read that sophomore year of high school. Yeah, all the books that they made you read in like early high school where you're not going to understand them, I'm going back and reading them now. Eyeball right. style, the way the cavemans read, read. So that's been fun. No audible. Um, also, upper body strength, which I lost a significant amount of. 
I know a fan of that. So I'm going to start, I'm trying to start lifting and doing all that. I got a month membership at Austin bouldering project. So uh-huh, things that, anything that's not swim, bike, run, <laughs> I'm a huge fan of. Which would be C from the question earlier. Fuck that. Barton Springs is cold. I'm just going to get bouldering. Yeah. Bouldering. Get away from triathlons. Climbing things with your hands. And your legs. You're supposed to use your leg muscles. Yeah. Legs, bouldering. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a that's a misconception. If you're doing it right, you're using your legs and hips. On hips. So you'll get better at it. I used to be, not anymore. Yeah. Amazing. Was that before or after you could swim your fifty-four second one hundred? After all that, the whole after, after, but not not a ton after. Like pretty much everything in my life is after the uh, the old swimming and water polo days. Cool, man. This was so much fun. Yes. Well, uh, our seggies have been completed. Thank you, guests, for uh, chiming in. Corey, thanks for uh, joining us. Yeah. Kirby, uh, the games, you did a fantastic job. Thanks for being here. Yeah, totally, guys. Okay, so what do we have coming up in our lives? Uh, I don't have any races coming up, but school starts this next week, which means that uh, the Deep Eddy is going to have fewer people in it, and... uh, Corey and I are fist bumping now, and uh, Kirby likes to deep eddy, so we'll be uh, doing some uh, lunchtime swims. Oh, that sounds fun. Outdoors, beautiful clean water, and then uh, I'll go get the Grandma Special. What's the name of that restaurant? Maudie's. At Maudie's across the street. What is the Grandma Special? Uh, Two tacos and some guacamole salad. Oh, that does sound really good. After swimming a mile in the the deep eddy, it's, it's, it's magical. That does sound good. Kirby, what's your favorite thing at Marty's? You get you get the menu item over there at a Marty's? I think I've gotten like a different thing every time I've gone there. There's a vegetarian enchilada called the Kimberly Special, I think, is really good. I think the first time I went there, um, after we did a deep eddy swim, I got the enchiladas. Oh, that sounds good or too. Or maybe I got a like stuffed pepper. I don't I don't know. I get something different every time. Yeah. Every time we do bike rides, Finwick will do he's the vegetarian too, he'll do Huevos Rancheros, and he'll do this big salad power bowl thing. Oh, interesting. And he eats all of it. The same, uh, the same Maudie's, the one there uh, by the pool? We've been, to, yeah, yeah, that's the one we normally go to. We'll do, or like, after our Citrui rides, we always go to Maudie's. Oh. This segment, sponsored by Maudie's. This is actually the segment. This is just what the fuck are you up to, but thank you, Maudie's. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Maudie's, for all the food. Uh, that's all I got coming up. What do you got coming up? Are you running that? You're training for something, huh? No, I've got my half marathon coming up, and now I'm starting to get nervous now that I'm talking about it. Where are you running? When is it? It is September 7th. Ooh, bless me. <laughs> Did you just bless yourself? I just blessed myself because I sneezed on my FitCast. I'm allowed to bless myself on my own FitCast. <laughs> um, but, yeah, now I'm getting nervous for it. So by the time we uh, record again... I will have ran my half marathon. Do you have a goal? To finish. To finish. All right. Well, uh, you'll have to run that distance in like a year and a half. Oh, all right. Well, uh, let's uh, all keep our fingers crossed. I actually just did a a very unique distance uh, not too long ago, a couple weeks ago. And it was? A 6K. I ran a 6K. Oh, I did too for the Sunrise 6K. I did it from Homewood. Oh, by yourself? I ran it with a group of people. We do a loop that's 3.6 miles. Oh, nice. I did, uh, yeah, I did the November Project uh, Sunrise 6K here in Austin just a couple weeks ago. I ran with uh, Lara. We all, Corey Kirby, you guys know Lara? 
Yeah. Yeah. We were we were kind of running behind and in front of you. PJ was there too. Oh yeah, PJ ran. Yeah, PJ. Yeah, that was their first run together. That was uh, one of the New Hope Animal Rescue dogs, Peter, adopted by Ramona. Uh, that was his first 6K. Aww. He had heartworm disease, so he was on uh, limited exercise until that day. So he got his uh, first long run in that day. Aww, what a heartwarming story. Everyone should donate to New Hope Animal Rescue. <laughs> I agree. Everybody, maybe yeah. like uh, a couple thousand bucks for every listener. <laughs> yeah, that'd be nice. <laughs> well, except that uh, we're all in this room right now, so uh, I don't know how much that would count. But you know what? Come to our uh, come. We got fundraisers all around the time. Go to the Facebook page. Uh, NewHopeAnimalRescue.org is our uh, website. If you like running dogs, you should donate. For sure. Uh, so yeah, that's what I've been up to. Uh, are you going to crush your uh, half half marathon? Fuck! I hope so. Wait, is that what you're supposed to say? Fuck yeah! Fuck yeah!